0: Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you joined us on our podcast today. And so with that endorsement, we're going to get started here pretty quick. We're talking today about riveting roofer revelations about roof ventilation. And I know what you're thinking right now. You have got to be kidding. Nope, I'm not kidding. This is a serious subject. But before we get into that, a shameless promotion of my services. I'm Ed Hill, senior consultant with Masters Roofing in Memphis, Tennessee. If you need a free, honest, I want you to underline that word, a free, honest roof inspection about the true condition of your roof, call me at 901-359-4165. We'll give a free, honest roof inspection. If you wish, we'll give you free roof estimates for repair or replacement. We will give you free roof advice about what you need to do regarding your roof. Perhaps you even need assistance with a roofing claim. We can help you with that as well. So if you have a need, then we probably have a solution. So call me, Ed Hill, Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, at 901-359-4165. All right, let's get right back to our topic today, riveting roofer revelations about roof ventilation. All right, a serious topic, and you're about to learn why right now. So uh, notice that you don't have a notepad or anything to write with. Yes, I'm talking to you. Get the notepad, get something to write with, because you're going to want to make some notes on this. And as we've always mentioned, if you would like a transcript of this podcast, write really fast. All right, number one. Here's why I call this riveting roofer revelations about roof ventilation. Here's why. Proper roof ventilation is the number one way to prolong shingle life. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that I already know the answer to. If you just spent, let's say, out of pocket, $10,000 or $15,000, something like that, to replace your roof, do you want that roof to last if it's a three-tab shingle, about 25 years, or if it's an architectural shingle, about 30 years? Or do you want those roofs to last, let's say, a three-tab, maybe about 12 to 15 years, or an architectural about, uh, I don't know, about 18, 20 years? I mean, which do you want? Now, I already know the answer. The answer is, well, I want it to last as long as it, it should last, and that would be the correct answer. But let me explain why ventilation has everything to do with that. You see, your roof is sort of like you are. It really needs to breathe on a regular basis. I could tell you this, whatever problems you feel like you have today, if you suddenly could not breathe, that would be the most important problem you had. Nothing else would matter. Your roof is like that in a lot of ways. Think of your attic as an easy-bake oven. You remember, ladies, maybe you had one of those as a little girl, and you would uh, bake cookies in it or whatever people made in easy-bake ovens. Well, your roof is like a a gigantic easy-bake oven that sits on top of your house. And, you know, if we lived in Buffalo, New York, or Richmond, Virginia, or Minneapolis, Minnesota— I mean, I'm sure it gets pretty warm there. Maybe even they would say it gets hot. But nobody does heat like Memphis. Can I get an amen on that? That's for sure. I mean, we've got heat down, right? We have really two seasons in Memphis, hot and hotter. And I know that occasionally from about December to February, it it does actually get pretty cold here. I know that. But once that's out of the way... You know, it's not very long before the heat starts coming back, and to me, it seems like it's hot here from about March to November, almost. I mean, that's a long time. Well, your, your roof, if it's not ventilated, is like having that gigantic Easy Bake Oven on top of your living space. So, not only does it make it harder to keep the living space air-conditioned, that is, keep it as cool and comfortable as you would like, and think of that in terms of the dollars you spend to accomplish that. But also, in addition to that problem, it also is baking your shingles from the inside out. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. The shingles that are on your roof, assuming you have an asphalt shingle roof, the shingles have granules on them, little rocks. And those little rocks serve two primary purposes they give the color to your roof, and also they protect the mat of the shingle from being damaged. So imagine, if you will, that the heating your attic is constantly heating up those shingles, and the heat is essentially trapped in the attic. It really has no good way to get out of the attic. Well, it's baking those shingles from the inside out because it's over time, I don't mean this happens like in one summer, but over a while, several years, it bakes the asphalt on those shingles. In other words, it dries it out. Well, if the asphalt is no longer sticky, then the granules do not stay on the shingle. In fact, they roll off in your gutter, and they roll out the downspout during heavy rains. Uh, that's your roof, by the way, part of it, a very important part of it. And so once those, those shingles have the asphalt dried out, basically... Every time there's a major storm, the granules are rolling off the shingles, into the gutters, out the downspouts, and onto your driveway. And you're losing color to the roof, but more importantly, you're losing the protection of the shingle mat. I say, well, what's the big deal with that? Well, if the mat is cracked or damaged or compromised in some way, then you can have water getting into your home. And we don't even want to go there. I mean, that's not good. So, proper roof ventilation is the number one way to prolong shingle life because the attic can breathe. And that keeps the asphalt sticky, which keeps the granules on the shingle. Everybody's just happier, all right? Your roof is happier for sure. Number two, The reason this this is a riveting revelation about roof ventilation is it's affordable. We're not talking about spending a fortune here to properly ventilate your attic and properly ventilate your roof. It's very affordable. Well, how affordable is it? Well, I, I have options that will fit everybody's budget. No matter who you are, we can figure out a way to help properly ventilate your attic And it doesn't have to break the bank. Number three, I can educate you about this, and I'm gonna do that right now. This is why you needed the notepad. The ventilation that we're talking about is going to help your roof breathe. To allow that heat that builds up in the attic in the spring and the summer, and now apparently all the way into October, it allows that heat to get out of the attic. Now, this goes on all day long, obviously, but I think the, the way it really works is overnight, when the temperatures drop slightly that remaining heat in the attic is able to go on and ventilate on out of the attic. And you start every morning, you know, you start the next day with a cooler attic. Now, that's got to help keep the interior more comfortable. And it's got to help the asphalt on the shingles as well. So what are the the primary methods for ventilating your attic? And we're almost done here. All right, here they are. They're powered, and they're passive. Now, by powered, I mean that you have some electrical source, like wiring, uh, AC wiring, that goes to uh, some type of motor, or it can be solar. So let me give you four primary types of this, and you real technical people out there probably say, well, there's actually seven types. Well, I'm going to give you the four I know about, all right? So if you have another one, great. All right, here's the four that most people have encountered. Number one is a gable fan. You can buy those at Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace Hardware, any mom and pop hardware store probably has those or can get them. And they're mounted on those little, uh, like you have a, a pointed part of your roof, a gable, and usually there's some type of venting at the very top, like a little triangle or an oval that allows heat to get out of the attic. The problem is it doesn't allow very much. So if you put a gable fan in to suck that heat out, that can help uh, to some degree ventilate your attic so that would be uh electrically powered in most every case that i know of another one would be an electric powered vent so that is a vent that will sit on the back slope of your roof most of the time that's where it's located there may be two or three on the back of your home depending on the size of your roof well that has a motor in it as well and it, it works basically like the gable vent and then it, it it sucks the heat hot air out of the attic and vents it out of the attic for you. Usually, um, I think gable fans can be equipped this way too, but usually with a fan or a power vent there's a thermostat that makes it kick on when the attic reaches a certain uh, level of heat. And that certainly is true with a good power vent. Well there are also solar power vents. Sometimes there's not an easy way to run wiring or there is no existing wiring to use an uh, electric-powered power vent, so maybe a solar one, and that will have a small solar panel that sits on top of the power vent where you not only see the power vent on the back of the roof, but you can literally see the solar panel that sits atop that power vent, and so there's no wiring for that. It's just powered by the sun, and those work pretty well in many applications. And another one would be um, an attic fan. My wife told me once of the home she grew up in as a little girl that, I, I don't, as I understood it, they really didn't have air conditioning for those early years, but they had a large attic fan that uh, basically, usually the way these are put in is they are in a hallway and they're just big, and they have a big vent through which they pull the heat out of the house into the attic, and then uh, and probably another way that it vents out of the attic. But that will help keep the house cooler, and no doubt it helps displace the hot air in the attic out of the attic. So that's powered methods of roof ventilation, all right? Here are passive methods of roof ventilation. What we mean by this is there's there's no electrical power at all. They just work on the basis, uh, basics of uh, physics, just the way God made nature to work. So there's powered, and then there's passive. Passive would be things such as turbines. Here in the mid south, many people call those birds. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You've seen them. They're like a, uh, they kind of like like a little mushroom. On the back of a house, or maybe a couple of them on the back of your house. And so the wind blows and moves the turbine, and it creates a draft pulling heat out of the attic. The only major problem with those is if the wind's not blowing, it's not doing very much pulling. But um, nevertheless, the opening will allow heat to escape even when they're not turning. And most of them are so sensitive that with even just a little bit of breeze at all, they will uh, help exhaust the attic. Some people love them, some hate them, but they are a definite viable choice. Another example of passive roof ventilation are, are air hocks or turtle vents, essentially the same thing. They're little square boxes, you've seen them, they're about a a lot of times, uh, maybe roughly a foot wide and a foot tall, so they're, they're usually square looking. And there may be, let's say, on the average back slope of the average home in Memphis or Olive Branch or somewhere in our general area, there may be four or five or six of those spread along the back slope of a house. And they have a hole cut in the roof so that that metal covering, the air hawk or turtle vent, protects water from getting in the roof, but it allows heat to get out of the attic as well. Uh, those, are, those are okay, they're not terrible, and I'm certain that in some applications, they're, they're exactly the right application. One trend I saw, uh, not in the Mid-South, but I saw it in another location, is when they, uh, in the last few years, some homes are built with basically a Christmas tree of these on the back slope. It looks really weird, and I'm thinking, wouldn't it just be simpler to do one or two other ways of ventilating it? But I I guess it was just something somebody tried. I I don't know how well that worked. I probably wouldn't recommend that. And another uh, passive mode of ventilation for your attic are ridge vents. Ridge vents are put on where a, a slot that's about an inch wide is cut in the ridge of your home, all the ridges. and say, well, want that rain in? Uh, that is a great point. So that's why the ridge vent is actually like another roof over that slot that's been cut. The ridge vents come in four feet lengths. They're basically, I guess you could say they're vinyl or plastic, but they're bent over that, that slot that's been cut. They're nailed on with three-inch nails, so they're not going to come off. And remember that because they've been folded over that ridge, that the cut that was made is several inches higher than the two vents on each side of the ridge vent. So that cut opening that's been made in the top of the roof is now safely under the covering of the ridge vent. It's not going to leak uh unless it starts raining upside down sideways and backwards. Then it might leak, but you know, a normal normal earth weather um it's not something you're going to worry about. They they're not going to leak, all right? So now those are then shingled over so they are more or less concealed. You can still see them a little bit but you know they look nice and they work in my opinion for passive ventilation they work great because they're they're able to cover in in many cases the entire length of the attic now I know that you remember this from ninth grade physical science heat always rises to the what point that's right the highest point so heat in your attic is trying to rise to the highest point wherever that is now, with a ridge vent, you're just letting it out. And and your roof is able to get the heat out all day long, but it's also able to, to completely, uh shouldn't say completely, but adequately cool off the attic overnight and uh, continue that process day by day. So that's basically the sources, power and passive. And it may depend on... The type of roof you have, uh, what your thoughts are aesthetically, like what it looks like, or what you don't want it to look like. Some people, for example, would never put turbines on their home, and and yet they think a uh, a power vent, you know, a big round power vent is great. Other people would never have any of that, but they don't want ridge vents, but they don't mind having air hawks on their home. Well, this is where I come in. Uh, Not only can I educate you, as I have right now, but if you would like to come to our showroom, our design center in Bartlett, right behind beautiful Popeye's Chicken on Stage Road in Bartlett, Tennessee. And by the way, there's no charge to come there. It's free admission to everyone. So let me know. Uh, we'll, We'll give you a quick tour. We'll show you ridge vents that are installed on the cutaway roof models in our showroom. Um, if you can't get to the showroom right away, I have a roof in a box. I do. And when I press the right buttons, then you can see how a roof is built right there in your home. So if you'd like me to bring the roof in the box and show you the ridge vents and how they work and why they work, or any other type of ventilation we can discuss, or you'd like to come to the showroom, just let me know. You can call me at 901 359 Four one six five. Again, this is Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, based in beautiful Bartlett, Tennessee. You can reach me directly, 901-359-4165. Well, I'm so glad that uh, you joined us today. I hope this has been enlightening for you. It's been something that's uh, going to make your life and your home better. And I want you to let other people know about the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. They can find it at www.MemphisHomeMaintenanceShow, that's one big long word, .podbean.com, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Let other people know and check out some of our other episodes. And again, if I could be of help to you, 901-359-4165. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting the Make This Home Show.